The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Good afternoon and welcome back to Freedom 106.5 FM. Davey Marinia Company along with uh, Mr. Arjun. Lal Chan Arjun and of course Jude Rogers. Two brave firefighters out there from the Trinidad Tobago Fire Service joining me with Safety Mondays here this afternoon. And no doubt them fellas coming with statistics and information about, you know, I remember and I'll always go back to this. The very first time I had Safety Mondays with Jude. I will never forget. We met at... I spoke with him while at Fire One Fireworks a couple of years back. A year... Yeah, a couple of years. A little while back. And I tried to engage him on my program, not knowing that he was already engaged to be on the show. So great minds think alike. But then he said something to me pertaining to the amount of fires per day. And the stats don't lie. And I was saying to myself, will we get them stats? Like in California? Because as we drive in, I don't see no fire until I started seeing them reported and I realized that two house fires per day two house fires per day is a reality in Trinidad and Tobago so how do we prevent this from happening how do we reduce the ratio and bring the numbers down from two house fires per day to zero per week how do we do that well joining us is uh Mr Lalchan Arjun and of course Jude Rogers, my co-host and colleague on the Mondays. Welcome, gentlemen, to Safety Mondays. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, I was wondering to if you, you went out. I know where oh. you went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, DV, thank you very much um, to one of the of the public. Yes, we appreciate them listening to us so that we could be able to. You know, spread this fire safety information, mm. heighten the awareness, so that both of us, the fire service, as well as the members of the public, could be able to cooperate, could mm. be able to work together, mm. to be able to ensure that children and Tobago could, could, could be as safe as possible. Indeed. Thank you very much for having us. So, gentlemen, let's kick things off here this afternoon with our conversation as it leads to, I understand, Fire Prevention Week is coming up. Well, Davey... Uh, and and pleasant good afternoon to all the listeners. Fire Prevention Week is here. Oh, right. It on commenced. My apologies. And, it's here. And it it has already commenced. It, it has, has already commenced. So we would have kicked off um, the week activity with a chilled service yesterday, mm -hmm. inviting all the seven members of the fire service to, to give thanks to Father God for protecting fire officers. And also we've said prayers for persons who have died as a result of fires. And of course, you know, we are built on the backs of the work that has been done. And I always tell you, David, the safety messages are written in blood. It means someone would have had to die for us to be able to learn the lessons that we are learning or we have learned today. Mm. So, you know, they say you have to burn to learn. We didn't mm. necessarily burn to learn. All right. Mm. So um, I know Officer Arjun has some information on how fire prevention came into being. Um, dating back to 1920, it will be 22. 1922 um, is when fire prevention um, would have first been coined, the phrase fire prevention by the National Fire Protection Association. 
And it's key that 101 years later, we are still fighting the proverbial fires as well as the literal fires within our country. And Davy, it hurts my heart that I have to still come on this station and tell you about the deaths and the figures as it pertains to fires and the deaths by fires in Trinidad and Tobago. Hmm. I know, right? I, I, I'm not looking forward to the stats coming out by the end of year. We had the stats for the first six months in the year, and it's quite alarming. So, I, I mean, I am not looking forward to that conversation going later down this year when you present the stats about the fires and the deaths. We, we, we are already seeing various reports on these things. So, as you guys talk about Fire Prevention Week, let's talk about past, uh, what was done last year, and what we are hoping to accomplish this year. All right, well, I'm going forward. Um, Fire Prevention Week last year, you know, we had um, focus on uh, the areas where we want to plan, prepare, and practice our escape. Because as you know, it's all well and good to, to, to have um, fire extinguishers, smoke detectors, but there comes a point in time when you have to evacuate your home. And you can only do so when you have planned your escape, when you've prepared your family by practicing, and you know what to do and where to go in the event of a fire. So I know Officer Arjun has a number of um, stats. He actually would have pulled quite a bit of stats to share with you today, Davy. And I know you are stats man. So, you know, I want to give him the opportunity to share what is our up-to-date stats because you only have up to, to June, Davy. Yes. We, we've gone on to the month of September. We're progressing into October and the situation hasn't gotten any better. So hmm. I'll give him an opportunity now to share the, the stats to Trinidad and to be able to understand that we do have a serious problem exist in our country okay and i would i would start with the year 2021 and it's just a basic overview residential fires we had 555 hmm. other types of structural fires that is like government buildings business occupancies educational facilities industrial premises we would have had 87 non-residential fires and this is 2022. This is 2021. 2021. How much? I just wanted to show you how much fires you had five 555 house fires. That's residential. Residential yes. and how much business or commercial? Well, we had a total of 87 non-residential fires. Hmm. So to give us a, a total of 642. Mm -hmm. Let us look at 2022. We had similar figures, approximately 642 total. 537 residential fires. Other non-residential fires, 105. In 2023, mm. thus far, mm. we have 458 residential fires with 84 non-residential fires. So that brings us to approximately 538. So despite our best efforts, despite our educational provide, um, Program. programs, what we are seeing is that relatively the data remains the same. So we are going to try our best. We're going to continue our public life safety education program. We are continuing our inspections of premises. We are continuing to liaise with members of the public communities, business premises, schools, to be able to spread this information. What we realize is that we will give our best. 
but we need the support of the members of the public to listen, to engage with us, to take the safety information and to apply and practice these fast safety information diligently in their premises, in their workplace, so that we can really break down these numbers. numbers. Yeah. But let me give you quickly also um, fatalities according to our records. Unfortunately, in 2021, we had a total of 18 persons dying as a result of fires. In 2022, 17, 17, and 20, 2023, thus far, 15 persons have lost their lives in fire in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm. There is a problem, and we are willing to spread the safety information to members of the public, work with them to be able to try and reduce these statistical data. Mm. What do you think is causing it? Do you think it's it's a it's it's just a lack of information, or do you think it's the lackadaisical, uh, relaxed approach that individuals take to these type of matters? What do you think is really David, causing the problem? David, you you're absolutely right. And and having been with me throughout the the start of this program, you recognize that there is a sort of a relaxed approach by members of the public. And I wanna I wanna show you why that is so. If you look at legislation, if you look at the laws that govern Trinidad and Tobago, mm -hmm. businesses must comply with the fire authority through the OSH Act and through the Fire Services Fire Service Act. What you've noticed again, as the officer rightly um, showed you, that other related fires, fires that are not in houses or residence, mm -hmm. they account for just about less than 20% than of all the fires. So 80% of the majority of fires that occur in Trinidad and Tobago are accounted for by residential properties. So that says a lot in itself. It means, therefore, that members of the public are taking chances with their lives. As we've honed in on the fact, David, many a times, electrical fires have started because of negligence, because of failure of electrical components, because of improper use of electrical or electronics in our homes how we charge our phones, how we utilize electricity extension cords. And so I've been coming here on the radio and on television and employing members of the public to change the safety culture, to change our mindset, to change the way we approach safety in, and fire safety on a whole in Trinidad and Tobago. Without that, David, there will be no meaningful reduction in fires. And if we were to apply a big stick approach, meaning mm. you penalize people, you issue tickets, similar to what is being done on the nation's roadway, then I, that, that's a punitive measure. Mm. People should be working towards doing it voluntary because at the end of the day, your home is your treasure. Your children, your loved ones, they, those lives cannot be replaced. Mm. Sadly, David, we've had to come here and talk about the stories of citizens who have lost loved ones. Just recently, we would have lost baby Haley Pusad in, in, in my region, in the Central Division, uh. in Endeavor. And that was a very sad story, one that should not have occurred. Yeah. As simple as a smoke detector that I've shown you and a and fire ex, functional fire extinguisher, we could have been having a different story. So how do we, and this is the question we have, 
And this is a question I want to pose to the members of the public who want to call in and who may be commenting. And I know you're going to give out the numbers shortly. Well, we have another oh, problem with the phone line yeah. right now. Um, I'm not getting calls coming in. People are saying that they're trying to call me, but they have been unsuccessful. So unless a oh. call comes, I'll let you guys know. Um, not a problem. But somebody's but how now do we get through to, to the public? And so, Davey, what we've been doing is showing the cash reality. So born are the days when we can come on the radio and talk all the niceties, mm. and it's beyond the, the capabilities of the fire service. Meaning, even if we had a fire truck pack up right outside your house, Davey, mm. if you are not aware or, or, or awakened early, you still can have a total destruction of your property because fire only takes approximately three minutes from start to full-blown fire in your home. Three minutes? Three minutes. Three minutes, depending on the level of combustible material in your home. And Davey, nowadays in every home, Officer Arjun, would you agree? Some people home are like a chemistry lab, Davey. Mm. When you go to some people's homes and you see what they have stored, sometimes you have no room to walk, True. no way to turn. True. Is mattress by this year, carpet by this year, clothes in a basket. Mm. Davey, you don't want to see. And we encounter these and we inspect these places and we ask persons to have proper housekeeping. We ask persons to not run their electrical for television, fridge, stove, air condition on the same circuit. On the same circuit, that is yeah. a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, the, and, and, and rightfully so, the statistics don't lie. And you see Officer Arjun has brought it here forward to you. And the statistics are in keeping with what we've been showing you over the last couple of months. Somebody. So I know, again, Davey, we're here to find solutions. And because of that, this year's team says, cooking safety starts with you. Pay attention to fire prevention. So Officer Arjun will give you a little more tips that we can go into as to how we can cook in our homes, but still protect our homes and not have our homes destroyed by the very thing that we are trying to prepare. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to just give you some general safety tips at the moment. These are a, a few, but as the program go along, we could still discuss others. Yes. Other, other, other causes of, of, of fires in the home, right? And just to, just to put it in a nutshell, sometimes we have fires that we could classify as being accidental in nature, right? Then we, 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 we would have fires that can be deliberately started. Arson. Arson, yeah. Right? Sure. You would have had um, a number of fires that was deliberately started. For example, we would have read on the newspapers and so forth, where we might have an argument with a member of the public, yes. a family member. Yes. Family dispute, David. Family dispute. And persons would, would, would set fire to property. They would set fire to property, right? There are financial reasons that may be involved in setting your building on fire. You may want to get money hmm. by fraud, call it fraud as the case may be, among other causes. But let me let me stick with the cooking fast safety, right? In the kitchen. And I'm gonna just give some basic tips. Always keep a close eye on what you are cooking. Right? Mm -hmm. Do not leave your cooking unattended. You're going to cook. We know that um, most likely we'd have other little chores to do, mm. but always be aware that you have something cooking. What we would have seen over the years also, and in some fire incidents, 
people get a phone call mm. and they go out of the kitchen and they continue to talk on that phone, not realizing that, you know, a hazard has been developing in the kitchen. And as a result, sometimes we get accidental fires taking place. But I want to I wanna share personal experience with the members of the public. And I, as a fire officer, you know, sometimes we ourselves in our home do have incidences. Yeah. I came home an evening after work, and it's from some years ago. I felt tired, but I wanted something to eat, and I put up some eggs to boil hmm. on, on the stove. Right? And I went back on that couch and I sat down. Hmm. Eventually, I felt asleep. Hmm. 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 Davy, I was rudely awakened by some explosion in the kitchen. Wow. I had left that pot unattended. The water had dried out and the eggs started to explode. Wow. And thank God that I was able to get up, take off that burner, and allow that situation not to escalate. I was home at that time. Think about a person who may have left the home, went downstairs or somewhere a little further from the home. What could have happened? So I just share that experience to show you as a fire officer that sometimes, you know, we make errors also in our home. As if I can make, uh, make an interjection, Davy, mm -hmm. the, what the officer is saying is, 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 is tantamount. Doesn't matter who you are, fire safety is your responsibility. And even a trained person can be involved in a fire scenario. So we have to guard against these things. I want to give you one other example, officer. Just recently, we had a fire in the central division where a person would have David, you know the smokers and them? You know the smokers who like to flick the butt out the window? Yeah, yeah. Right. So nothing wrong with nothing wrong with you have the ashtray and what have you, but sometimes you flick and it don't go through the window, David. And in this case, that person flicked the cigarette, but it hit whatever bulletproofing bounced back and landed on the mattress and the person left for work thinking that the cigarette was outside hmm. to only come home in the evening to find out fire service had visited and was able to extinguish the fire before his return. But everything in his room had gone up in flames. And so persons must be mindful. Even sleep, sleep is something you cannot play with sleep, David. You could do what you want. That is not the time to cook. And so cooking safety is something that is we recognize is also important because in the kitchen is where you have the use of heat. And so we must pay cognizance and attention. So I want to encourage our listeners, those of you who know that we work in two jobs, we're tired. Sometimes we want to use the microwave. We're not paying attention to it. Things can overheat in your microwave as well. And so daily accidents can happen, but it can be avoided. So I want the officer uh, to continue with the different um, tips that we have for you this afternoon because they're very important, even as we add up to the news at five. Well, before we continue with those tips, one uh, texter is saying, good afternoon. I am also surprised at the actual number of fire incidents. What are the procedure for a resident requiring a fire extinguisher and where can you buy one? So I think we could, um, we could answer that question as we go to the news that's coming up and then we'll talk about the tips 
on fire prevention tips. I want to talk about fire prevention week. Uh, today is Monday. The week has just begun. We started yes. off with a prayer. Let's talk about the other activities throughout the week. Where, um, what are you all planning this year? We understand the theme. But let's answer this question as to um, what are the procedures for a resident acquiring a fire extinguisher and where they can buy one? Okay. Um, we appreciate that, 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 that question. We recommend a multi-purpose dry powder, dry chemical extinguisher, extinguisher for the kitchen area or for your home. That will be able to extinguish a class A, a class B, or a class C fire. And let me quickly tell you what is a class A fire. No ordinary combustible, wood, paper, cloth, and so forth. A class B fires are fires involving liquids and gases, flammable gases, like your LP gas, like kerosene, as the case may be. And the class C fires are fires involving energized electrical equipment. Mm -hmm. So that is a general purpose fire extinguisher. extinguisher. You can purchase a fire extinguisher from any one of these safety supply companies. Yeah, reputable safety companies. Yes. And there are number Safety Plus, Safetech, Safetech, Interchem Limited, Interchem Limited, IRP Limited. And, okay. and then there are other businesses that may also sell fire extinguishers in your community. So to the course so to the caller or to the, the, the texter, they say you just need to type in extinguishers in Google, in Trinidad and Tobago, and you will see a range of safety companies that are reputable enough for you to purchase from, all of whom support the safety message that we, we're putting forward here. They all ascribe and they always support the fire service in our endeavor to communicate with the public. So reach out to them and, and, and let them know that you've spoken with a member of the fire service and you want a dry chemical or what we call an ABC fire extinguisher. And, right? And, and quickly, just to add, we also recommend smoke detectors to go along with it to go along with That's your right. extinguishers right. and we recommend that your smoke detectors be placed on every level of your home for example you may have a two-story um, dwelling home we we recommend that each of your bedrooms are, are outfitted with a smoke detector or and one in your living room area yes on right. each of these floors all right, guys. So uh, we are a minute and some seconds out from our newscast for five o'clock. So stick around. All right. We'll continue. Our 30-minute discourse will continue uh, for the final 30 minutes of Safety Mondays inside the next hour. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. say good afternoon and welcome back here to freedom 106.5 fm it is the overdrive here and i'm inside safety mondays as we have been chatting with officer jude rogers and officer lal chan arjun uh both of the Trinidad tobago fire services here to talk about fire prevention week uh what we can do to prevent fires but outside of that the activities um throughout this week what can the public look forward to and where would their presence be felt throughout the, uh, I would imagine, Trinidad and Tobago. All right, so guys, good afternoon once again. Welcome back to Safety Mondays, 12 after 5. And 
Officer Arjun, I want to turn my, my questions over to you at this time in terms of what are some of the uh, activities you all have planned on the islands of Trinidad and Tobago for five events and week. We know Officer Jude said we commence with a prayer service. What's next? All right. Thank you, Davy. And I'll give you, give you an overview. We have approximately 25 fire stations in Trinidad and Tobago. All our personnel are committed, our fire station officers and his personnel under his charge. We are going out to the communities. We are going out to the business business areas in our communities and we are going to involve them in sharing this fire safety information we are going to inspect their premises goodwill inspections what we call fire risk assessments if we see any hazards we're going to identify to them we are going to conduct basic fire prevention lectures we are going to do fire drills with them on their compound all in an effort for, to educate them and to work with them to prevent accidental fires. So that is just one, one main program that we have. So I want to say thanks to our fire officers, our fire station officers, and all involved in going out to our community on a more intense basis this week. We are having a number of radio and TV programs, like how we are having this one today. Coming up during the week, we are going to have others. We are supposed to be on TTT in the morning, in tomorrow morning, and it will be followed by other radio and TV programs throughout the week. And we also have our, our online lectures. What we would have done is to ask members of the public if they are willing to have a fire safety lectures online using you know, the, your, your Teams and your Zoom platforms and the other platforms, we are going to engage them in doing those type of, 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 of service. Our fire prevention officers, combined with our operational personnel, will be going out and do these exercises. But I just want to highlight one thing. Although we are concentrating on this week and the week of activities, mm -hmm. please let it be known that this, these are activities that the Trinidad and Tobago Fire Service carries out throughout the year. We conduct inspections, we do fire risk assessments, we do lectures and so forth. But we're going to just intensify it for the fire prevention week. And what we are hoping to do this year is to continue it in the month of October, not only the week, continue it throughout the month of October, November, and also December month. Here's my next question. I, 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 I want to say the most important resources that we have in the organization at this point in time is our, our valuable, and we are getting the support from all our officers in charge of divisions no. and our fire stations to you know to cooperate and to give the best that we can give for this fire prevention. Okay, what com what companies yeah. or schools have you all aligned yourselves with uh, for the fire prevention week, if any at all? All right, so Davy, what I can tell you is the safety companies that have been supporting us over the years continue to support us. Just recently, we would have um, you know received for demonstration purposes. Um, some smoke detectors, mm -hmm. not 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 the ordinary ones, but they are, there's a modern type of smoke detector that actually hooks up to your phone via wireless signal. And this is something that we want to start sharing with members of the public. I mean, fire safety and fire detection is going high tech. Mm -hmm. As with everything in the world, there's connectivity. And one of the reasons why our program have shifted from, let's say, a boot display where you, you place a boot in port, it's been on the promenade, Davy, mm -hmm. and just about 300 people who pass on their way busy, busy to the, to the, to the, to the, to the get to and from work, they see you. 
And most of them don't see you because it's lunchtime that they will get to come out and, and interact with the fire officers. But with this in your hand, your phone, and with you receiving a social media, you know everything now is social media. So once you put a, a, you know, a gripping video or a gripping text, something of that sort out there into the public domain, somehow it shares like wildfire. Um, no, no pun intended. Mm. And, and, and that's what we want, David. We want the message of fire safety to be shared around the, the and Tobago um, social media platforms mm -hmm. like wildfire. Mm -hmm. I want every householder, every home, every business to have this valid information in the palm of their hands. That is how we're going to make a difference, baby. When you're hearing it and you've seen it on the air, you're going to be able to make a change. Wait, wait, wait. Back it up a bit. Somebody now messaged me and asked me, can you ask the officer to repeat what he just said? Uh, yeah, repeat what he just said about this phone and this. So what I'm saying to you is that we've created a number of social media posts. If you go on and there's a special video that I shared with you, Davian, I'm yeah. going to send it to your phone mm -hmm. because I know you are what I would call a center of influence. This particular video that we, we, we brought together for cooking safety mm -hmm. shows you the effect of pouring water. Check your phone, you're going to see it. Mm -hmm. Pouring water onto a hot pot of oil. Yes. And so one of the key things I want members of the public to know, oil and water don't, don't generally mix, but not only that, if you were to pour oil, water onto an oil-based fire, you are going to end up disfigured, maimed, or even dead. So those of you who think you can just go by your pipe in your, in your kitchen, get a bucket of water, and dash it, as they say, on Whoa. a fire pot, you are going to be harmed, maimed, or end up dead. You will cause that fire to spread. So once we're talking cooking, we need to put that into the public Whoa. domain and show you exactly what's going to happen. You can go on our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and our TikTok page, and that video is going to be sharing from tomorrow. We're going to launch that video. So every day, a new, a new flyer is going to be launched touching on a different topic where cooking safety is concerned. That's it. That's it, David. You got it. You got it, man. That is what, that's how potent the power of advertisement in your hand goes. That's how far you can go. So I want that video to spread like wildfire, David. And you, you and Guardian Media have to help us with that program. Most definitely. But here's a thought, eh? As we look at the information um, with with the with the uh, this oil fire here and seeing it on your phone and stuff like that, is it something that the fire services could look into where an app is created? I don't know if we would have to revisit the mechanics or engineering of a smoke detector, but if you are not at home, all right, at work or somewhere, you don't just rely on a neighbor to call you or perhaps when you reach home to not realize your house was gutted. But once the smoke starts bellowing and it reaches the detector, can an app from the fire services be created where your phone gives you that information and alerts you? of an emergency because you're seeing right now it have security systems in place where you just had to go into your phone and bam you're gonna see a man in by your front door what about creating or coming up with with some sort of um ingenuity where a smoke alarm or a smoke detector can be linked to a fire service app that one can download and personalize so that if like we are sitting here having this discussion and one of our smoke detectors go off at home because the thing about it is why I'm saying that your neighbor 
will only qualify your services when they see the blaze. Yes. But if By you... Time, it will be too late. That, exactly. But if you, if there's an app that we could create, tying it in, as I said, with ingenuity in terms of a smoke detector in your house, that if in a room, let's say the, the smoke starts emanating from a small fire and reach the, the smoke detector and it beeps off in your room, it beeps off on your phone and you can engage the fire services with immediate effect to get to that property. So that... Maybe you're, on, you're onto something. I, I think, want to tell you that, that, that what you're talking about, they exist, except that app is not with the fire service, but that app is an individual app that is attached to your phone. And I want you to understand what, what you're, you're talking about. So in the United States, there are a number of monitoring companies that link their security system to a callback system at their resident fire department. What you're talking about is developing using technology to link the wirelessly that information and feeds back either to your security company as the provider, the holder, and that happens in Trinidad and Tobago well, right now. Just to put a pause in there, what you yeah. have, what what we are speaking about here with what you just said, it's going to cost our our listeners a, a, a pretty penny, all right, to have that type of monitoring. Now, when you right. look at it, when you look at it, um, you have a, a monitoring center, a control center in a in a security firm that provides home security, where if an alarm trip off, the monitors get it, call the house, they're going to respond, they send out a team. Now, yeah. I'm simply saying, that is a a, 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 um, a monthly bill that a consumer have to pay. And yeah. most of us here, based on what happened with the government, you know, we are no middle class again, right? We are the bottom or we are the top, right? So I just, I just had to throw that out there now. But anyway, with that being said, I, I am looking at us coming up with a plan or, or, or engaging stakeholders to create this ingenuity that where persons can get it on their hand. Anna, that fella who does talk on that station across there who almost don't make sense to me sometimes have an app. You think? He does be on yes, 6 o'clock in the evening. He have an app. So, so the point is, we have to come up with, with something where persons can purchase. Just uh, Saturday, I was at the Expo, South X Expo in San Fernando, and there was this bulb. The bulb is $55 for one. But you hold the bulb, and it's a regular bulb, LED. But guess what? It holds anywhere from four to eight hours of power on it. So that if there's a power failure in your in your neighborhood, you don't have to worry about lighting candle and lamp. Those bulbs are in your sockets. And Jude, I would like to get some for you as a gift. Those bulbs so that you can take it. And I feel for Fire Prevention Week, I will donate a couple of those that you can display. And I could yeah. also tell you the company off here that we could engage in to have them yeah. bring these products out. Because what I discovered on Saturday, I mean, the, the, the engineering has already been there. But I yeah. think it is not well advertised. So that persons... Now, the bulb, there's a, a lifetime warranty battery in those bulbs. They give you up to two years warranty if the bulb crashes within that time meaning it blows or whatever once you're within that, your warranty that, that's value because for fire purposes you need light when current goes exactly so you, you wouldn't have to light, light a candle to guide your pathway out of the building so that's part of that's a fire safety issue listen so I, we would endorse that type of um technology and an and officer or the officer was telling me just a little while you were speaking up here that is something that he's willing to look into as the head of fire prevention in Trinidad and Tobago that level of using technology has to become the way that we that we curtail 
and we, we win this fight against fires. We sitting, down, we sitting down here having a discussion on safety Mondays, and I am seeing in the back bedroom of the upper floor in my dwelling, the smoke detector is beeping off. It come up on my phone. I can tell you, get a fire tender and go to my residence while I leave yeah. work and hustle home. Because, yeah, as I and said... A, and, and a simple fix is to really link. And so that's what I'm saying. I, I would like to introduce, and to do so, we're going to have to get this, the, the private sector involved. Yes. We need to get people who provide these smoke detectors to come on board with the fire service. And I'm sure that they will be willing to do that so that we can provide a wireless option, one that can be linked directly to your phone. That you can and get, then that call yeah. can then be placed to the fire service to have a rapid response. Exactly I don't so. think that that's an impossible task. I don't believe... Would you say yes. so, officer? Yes, very good, very good suggestion. Very good. I, I, I appreciate I applaud you. that I applaud it. back from the members, from you, a member of the public, mm -hmm. and we appreciate that. We may have limited resources at the moment. However, um, if you look at some foreign countries, they have residential sprinkler system in their homes. Right. They have water network that provides adequate pressure and flow of water. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it may be relatively cheaper to install those sprinkler system in in in, in in, in, in the residential premises yeah, in Trinidad and Tobago, we know that there may be a few premises, um, residential premises, where the owners can afford that to install it. And most other premises, what we are trying to drive is the basic. The basic is that we must have smoke detectors yes. installed, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, fire extinguishers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We must be able to practice good fire prevention in the home. We must be able to know hazards, identify hazards, take necessary action to remove those hazards mm -hmm. to make our home as safe as possible. Indeed. So whereas we have some who can afford it, we know that some would not be able to, to afford those type of fire protection systems. But generally, we want to take overall yeah. those who can afford those who cannot afford to put the minimum the basic requirements in place so that we could try to reduce accidental fires in the home try to reduce the, the fire fatalities in the residential premises as the case is. now first to so begin with very much one of the things you very you're very welcome you know i i, I was listening to um my, my co-host here jude speak about it as he sent me the information now i took a look at the video and it is something that i would encourage uh the team upstairs on cnc3 to really put forward because i think that video speaks volumes it speaks people need to understand the seriousness of an oil fire kitchen oil fire and what is the proper way to extinguish that blaze because anytime anything outside of the proper way I, from what I see on that video, is that permanent disfiguration of your of your body or death? David, this thing is so serious that we had to focus on it because one of, one of the best ways to protect yourself is just knowing that water is not an option. Because the natural human instinct is to think, get a bucket of water, at least five. I don't have an extinguisher, get water. But that's the worst thing that you could do. So when we look at the tips for cooking safety, it talks about turning the pot handles in. You're going to see that coming out on a, one of our flyers on social media. Simple as having the lid of, of the pots close by. So if the oil does configure it, you can just cover that and snuff out the oxygen. Baby, I can't stress enough how important it is to have a kids-free zone in your kitchen. We had two children or children who were, on it, who were affected by fire. One who slipped and fell into a pot of boiling water 
and eventually died as a result of blood clots. Those things could be avoided. That child should not have been able to come within three feet of any cooking material. We must have an exclusion zone in your home, not only for, for, um, for um, children, but for pets, because pets could pull down things too. All right, they're inquisitive. And of course, my last but not least, never use a water type extinguisher or water to extinguish an oil grease based fire in your home. You hmm. will be severely burnt. No. If I can leave that message with your with all who are in and sundry who are listening here today, I feel as though we would have accomplished something here this afternoon. We are two minutes away from wrapping up Safety Mondays, and I want to agree with Officer Rogers and Officer Arjun on this note. I am saying to you that video, I will put it in a few group few group group chats that I have Thank you. and send Thank you. and blast that. That video simply shows how combustible it that fire can get. Yeah. The expl the explosive behavior of that oil fire by putting and watch me when you look at the fire it's a small pot but it's an oil fire nonetheless but it's a small pan of water being tossed on it a cup of water a cup of water, of water is being thrown onto that <laughs> grease fire that oil fire in a little pot and if you all see the voluminous blaze that came out of that if you're standing within two feet of that not even two feet most likely your next day you're holding it on the stove you run up to it empty. You go in and get, you're going dead. I put, it, I put it that simple. You're going dead. You go dead. Or you will be severely burned and disfigured for life. You're going to spread the fire because when that water splashes and the oil splashes onto the wall, it is That's going it. to remain and it's gone. Ignite. Right? Ignition. So these are the things, Davy. We cannot stay in for fire prevention week. We are pushing that message outward. And it is going to come in the palm of your hand on your phone where you are. One of the days when we could stand on the corner with a flyer, Davy, we have to be in the palm of the hands of every individual in this country if we are to get this message to change the hearts and minds of Trinidad and Tobago. And also, we focus on the children. So, you see, the schools from preschool to primary to secondary, they are the ones that will be the future of the nation. Therefore, they are the ones that have to have the change in safety culture. When it comes to fire safety i just want um officer arjun because while we're leaving the program with persons understanding the deadly force of an oil fire in your kitchen and what not to do to extinguish the blaze that is something that is etched in minds but here is something i want persons to also get let's talk about the alarming residential fires and the deaths associated with it because people like to believe that it's just a fire but they're not paying attention that people die in these instances. A man lost his life in, San, in um, Santa Cruz yes, recently. 98 years. The man would have been a centurion. He was two years to becoming 100 and I'm died. 70-something years. We have mm -hmm. all these stats right before us here, Davey. So I want us to remind Trinidad and Tobago of this deadly force known as fire and the actual figures of persons that are no longer among the land of the living. Please, Officer Arjun, in closing... Please share those stats with me. Thank you. Thank you very much. And as I, I as I told you before, fires in the residential premises, fires occurring in the residential premises are, are our highest 
fires that are That's in, correct. 80% of all fires. 80 to 85% of all fires. Well, resident fires are pretty residential premises. And um, we, are, we are committed. This year, we want to be able to increase our visits to home, residential homes. We will be partnering with the community development ministry. Long ago, we used to go in community centers and spread this fire yes, safety yes, information yes. to members of the mm -hmm. public. Mm -hmm. We want to encourage members of the public, the homeowners, to install V6 smoke alarms, fire extinguishers in their home. We must make a committed effort in reducing those numbers of residential fires and losses, loss of life in, in, in these residential premises. We are willing to cooperate with the members of the public. We thank the members of the public for respecting us and working together with us in ensuring that we could have that impact that we want to reduce residential fires in Trinidad and Tobago. I, I want to hit up the IG. We have an IG page, TT underscore fire service. Let me repeat that, TT underscore fire service. Light it up, send your comments, send your likes, share, like, make sure your friends get it. If you love your, your family, you love your loved ones, share the information. That video is going to be posted tomorrow. Look out for it on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Trent Tobago Fire Service coming to you in the palm of your very hands. Well said. You know, it's one misconception about fire services. Uh, before you guys go, I want to just tell the public, you know, I want this to become a reality. I want it to become a reality. They say fire services do have no work to do. What them just do? You see them passing and playing football. And they're kicking, they're playing all the yard sports there. And what much fire this have? Well, let us make that a reality. Let that talk be factual that the fire services don't have nothing to do. By you not giving them anything to do and, and doing what is necessary to prevent loss of life and property. Make that a factual statement. Let them fellas come to work and be bored. Because you all always saying that fire, you remember Jude when we first started people yeah. said, what fire yeah, services yeah. does really do? Yeah. They doubt it. I so, got that call. Yeah, remember? I got that question before. What do you do? What does really do? So let us make it known. Let's make that a reality. Let us when we say the fire services are nothing to do and we're paying money for them wasting taxpayers, let that be a reality. Because if that becomes a reality, it means that they have done their job. Because they're not just here to extinguish the blade, they want to prevent it in the first place. Davey, I appreciate that. Some years ago, we went on a lecture mm. and we started by telling people that we want to be able to draw money on under false pretext. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a try. We wanted to let them know that we're dependent on them. We are willing to work with them to work towards preventing accidental fires in the home, loss of life, damage to premises. And we were saying that we'd rather come to work and not have to respond to our fire. Yeah. But lot of, a lot of work has to be done. Not, not with the stats and we have right now. David. Exactly. And, We're busy. And one of the things I appreciate about you, Mr. Arjun, and one texter said that, is the honesty that you shared this afternoon with us. You know, you actually said you put... It happened to me already, eh? And you see, boy, leg. That the first thing we just train the pattern, okay? We thinking, <laughs> but I go eat two boy leg with some, have some biscuit there, I go eat that, yes, and I will go in my bed. You know, especially if we had a little few, you know, that go kill it. And I wake up and hear packs, packs, packs. <laughs> like, there was one time the egg blew up and splattered all over the kitchen wall. And I say to myself, mm -hmm. you are, and one texter is now messaging me, and they're really appreciating you for your honesty. Now, even though you are a fire officer, it shows the human side of you, and True. you're speaking from That's experience. It. 
-hmm. You have been through it, so you know what it can do. You understand the dangers for the sun. And that, Arjun, this afternoon, we want to say thank you, and we really appreciate you for that. Good thank job. You're welcome. But I could just share one more with you. Go ahead. And let me tell you something. I appreciate this. Because as a fire officer, I have made errors also. Yes. My wife, we had we had bought a stove. And that flexible line, it was installed. There was a mm. small crack on the line. Good point. Good and point. I came home again and I went to my bed. I'm a night shift. And my wife went to light that stove. A mm. stove that we may have bought about two months mm. before. And I was awoken by a loud explosion. I, as a fire officer, became scared. I thank God that my wife was scared, but she was not injured. And as a result of that, we share those messages with our neighbors, with our family members. And we also say, hey, we ought to be a little more careful to ensure that incidents like these do not happen. Yeah. I thank God that my wife is alive still. And the, all was damaged was the stove. Yeah. But we that. We can replace the stove. We can replace the wife. The human life can be replaced, but we can re the equipment, Excellent. we can toss it out and buy our next one. Once courts and standards are closed, don't we buy us though. We will get through. But, you thank know, you very much. gentlemen, thank you for bringing the human side to the conversation this afternoon. Thank you for being honest, open, and quite frank with, with the delivery. And, of course, the stats. I have that for future reference. And I'm quite certain throughout this week, I'll touch with Jude. Throughout yes. this week, I think this show, uh, Safety Mondays, should not just end because it's fire prevention week. Let me see. I have I a texter. We should continue. We, we? Yeah. Sometime during the week, we should talk again. Yeah. One texter yeah. says, I experienced the boil eggs incident. Uh, eggs exploded, shatter all over. It's a serious thing. And I learned when sleepy, do not light your stove. Thank and you very much. Another, Thank you. Yeah. Another texter is saying that it's a nice program. It's very informative. One is saying here, I too. But everybody had an egg experience. Listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> Hey, David, um, final from the officer there from an IP renting an apartment, right? And the electrical and it given problems like lights blinking and all kind of things, you know, and um, the landlord don't want to repair it. Um, who you have to make a report to or whatever the case may be? Just um, let me know quick, please, now, thanks. And oh, the, um, the wiring in the house is close to about 30 years old, I believe, or could be a little more. All right, so we didn't get a call, but one of the texters sent a voice note, and they, I mean, we have a little extended version. I hope I'm not disturbing you guys' time. But the texter wants to find out mm -hmm. if they are renting an apartment and the lights are flickering and the wiring is close to 30 years old and they report it to the landlord and the landlord refused to do anything about it, who can they come to to get redress? Okay, so definitely that is a fire safety issue that you're talking about there. So I hope that the, the, the um, texter is still on the line or the messenger is still on the yeah, line. Yeah, they're, they're listening. We want to report that to the fire service, fire prevention department. That's what the, the very name of our department connotates what we do. We want to do everything that can prevent a fire. We will come and do what's considered to be a, a, a trouble call. We will visit that particular problem and investigate your claim to determine whether there is some breach in law. Because it's illegal to have your property and to manage your property, especially one that is out for rent, without complying with all of the safety laws that exist in Trinidad and Tobago. One of them being the OSH Act Part 5, which pertains to fire. Mm -hmm. And so persons of that nature must check the electrical in their property. We have said this before. Mm -hmm. Every five years, you should have electrical inspectorate certificate renewed. Without doing so, and we need to reach the stage where TNTech will cut you 
if it is you don't have that valid certificate because we need compliance to take place. The flickering of the lights is in indicative of a shorting on the line mm -hmm. or shorting on the circuit. And that is not something that should be maintained because that means there's going to be resistance and where there's resistance, there's going to be heat. And where there is heat, there's the possibility of an ignition source and eventually a fire. If that is still around, I want to link to FP, take it down, FPadmin, A-D-M-I-N, at gov.tt. At FPadmin. At gov, G-O-V, dot T-T. Send your complaint there, address it to the fire prevention officers, and we will send that complaint to the respective division. So if you're into big one, you email us, We'll send it to Scarborough. Scarborough will respond to that. So this is fpadmingov.tt at gmail. fpadmin at gov.tt. fpadmin at gov.tt. That's okay. correct. At gov. Okay, right? got it. So that will come to us here at the Administration Department of Fire Prevention, and we will respond. All right? So it's quicker to get us that way, Davey. Remember, mm -hmm. we are on the streets. We are out there inspections. So it's easy when you email us. We can have our staff send the right person out to you. However, if a fire were to ensue, mm. dial 990 and have your call address by our fire responders on that line. It's called fire control. So just like the police, they have 999. We're on the same platform, dial 990. So that's another option for your complaint because they can also redirect your complaint to the right fire station or to your nearest fire station. And as the officer alluded to, we have 25 fire stations mm -hmm. equipped with fire station officers, all of whom are by, by nature of their job, fire prevention officers. So at no point in time should members of the public have a serious complaint and it is not being addressed. So I'm asking you, direct them to the, our email line and well, we will respond accordingly. All right. Thank you for the, for the message, Air Caller. I want to get Thank to see that on the line in the next few minutes. Too. I should be seeing an email coming in, Davey. Well, the gentleman now messaged back and he said, thank you very much for the info. So I am hoping, I, I of course will remind them, FP admin, that is F-P-A-D-M-I-N, at gov, G-O-V dot T-T. All right, so that's your complaints email address and they will take it to the relevant departments in your locality to get that uh, situation under control before it becomes a blaze, as it were. So let me just, before we close, Officer Arjun, if you could just read the theme again. This week oh, we're dealing with... Fire prevention. Cooking safety starts with you. Cooking safety. Starts with you. Starts with you. Cooking safety starts with you. All right. Pay attention to fire prevention. That's Pay. the theme for this year, 2023. Mm. And really? Davey, this is not just in Trinidad. This is in every partnering country throughout the world. They are celebrating the same theme at the same time. So wherever you are in the world, all fire prevention departments are celebrating, well, commemorating actually. Cooking safety starts with you. Pay attention to fire prevention. Well said, fellas. Gentlemen, I want to say thank you very much for your service to Trinidad and Tobago. Of course, the citizens around and the help that you all are doing. I congratulate you all in the fire prevention week. Um, good luck with the balance of the week. And of course, keep me posted. All right, keep me posted. And, I mean, let's not make this a dying conversation about that app on your phone linking 
to a device in your home that can alert you before it becomes a blaze. Because I want to remind persons, death by fire is real. Two house fires per day is real in Trinidad and Tobago. Not everyone yeah. is reported, but it's happening. All right? Those facts that Jude presented many months ago continue to prove true. True. It continues. All right? So again, let's make these fellas really carry a punch when the day come. Get lazy. Forget <laughs> lifting up Randy and what they went through during training. And again, get money under false pretense. If that is, could become factual, their job was complete. Yeah? David, I want to give you the commitment. I am not a person that we come here and talk and we don't action. I have gone so far that what you are speaking about, I just received from one of our suppliers, our supporting companies, that's the IRP, Fire and Safety Limited, just sent me for demo purposes three smoke detectors that have a wireless connection that can link directly to your phone. And I will be demonstrating that tomorrow on the, on the morning program. And when you get me an interview on CNC3 morning program, which I know you're going to do when you leave here, um, make sure Nikisha from the, the morning program calls Don't worry, me. that go happen, that go happen. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio, Freedom 106.5.